young horses, often such a challenge for riders. However, such a worthy one in the long run if you're willing to stick with it and I suppose be very, very consistent in your efforts and your attempts to ride it. However, initially it can feel like a little bit of a dance that nobody is quite sure of the movements for. And what I mean by that is that when you're riding a young horse, it's often you take a step to the side and a step forward and a step backwards. And none of those steps actually are in any sort of rhythm or any sort of a sequence. And it can become a little bit confusing, disorientating and quite often frustrating. However, it is really important to stick with it. And this week on Daily Strides, we're going to be talking about exercises that you can do to help develop your young horse. And not only that, to help them grow and become a horse that you will really, really enjoy riding later. Hi there, my name is Lorna. I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success, where we create these audio horse riding lessons for you to download and listen to while you are riding or on your way to the barn. It's entirely up to yourself. Each week we create five lessons all around a specific theme or a topic and you can either listen to those lessons as standalone lessons or put them all together and have one big long horse riding lesson entirely up to yourself. If you're interested in finding out more, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free where I will send you, if you tell me where to send it to obviously um a couple of weeks free lessons there that you can use and you can see if you like it and if we can help you and hopefully we can i'm sure we can um so yeah stridesforsuccess.com forward slash free but back to today and back to trying to control that eel that is underneath you when in the saddle you know with young horses it's really, really important to realize that while we can guide them and while we can support them along the way in, I suppose, small little movements, it's really important that they actually figure out and they begin to learn their way themselves. And that is very often the hardest part of riding a young horse. We want to do everything for them. But a horse, that, particularly a young horse, where you begin doing everything for will generally end up being a very stiff and tense horse because they've never actually learned to relax and balance themselves okay so that's important and balance is first and foremost for the horse that and moving forward okay so when you're on a young horse it has to move forward and it has to learn to balance itself and that is what takes the time and the consistent effort on your part as a rider okay now before we go any further really important that the rider you have a balanced and independent seat of your own. There's no good you being a little bit topsy-turvy up there, a little bit unsure, a little bit reliant on perhaps your reins or your horse to balance you because you will never teach your horse. In fact, you might actually end up ruining his confidence and it ends up where you see these tense horses that are riding about that sometimes is the product of a rider that was maybe a little bit less than independent in their seat um, getting on them. The other thing that's important to keep in mind when you're working with younger horses is that you want to ride for shorter periods and then rest. So you could maybe ride for 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes would be ample. Um, not every day of the week, a couple of days a week. Uh, more than a couple, let's say four or five days a week. But then also that within that time period you're riding, so that 30 to 45 minutes, that you're taking regular breaks 
and you're allowing them to relax a little bit. Remember, they're only starting out, so you don't want to overdo it and not only sour them, but also cause an injury or cause damage or cause them to maybe begin working in a more tense way, which at the end of the day is going to affect their soundness further on down the line. So that's important, okay? Now, I would say that when you're starting out, you want your horse to be able to relax enough through their back so as you get this lovely kind of freedom of movement and this forward movement, which you can then build everything else on, okay? So in order to do that, what I would suggest you doing before you do anything else is just allow your horse to relax with you on their back. And, you know, I think lunging is great. It, it definitely, I think, um, really, really helps you as the rider to see a couple of different things, but it also helps your horse as well. So if you're going to start off on the lunge, First and foremost, it sometimes gets rid of that excess energy that he might be storing up. And of course, young horses, just like young people, full of it. Um, and maybe you want to a little bit downplay that a little bit before you get up there. OK, so the lunging can help with that. But what it can also do is it allows him to use his back and use his, his whole body, his muscles, his joints, everything in a way that he is almost uninhibited by the rider on board and he can learn to start developing this balance, obviously on the circle in the lunge um, and also moving forward. But also what it does is obviously you can then begin to train him a little bit to your voice and to other aids. So as when you get on, it becomes better. But I think often we see lunging as being the very first thing we do with the horse. And then once he's backed, we um, stop the lunging, we get rid of the lunging. Um, I would suggest keeping going with the lunging. And while you're lunging, have a look at which gait your horse is actually most balanced in and which does he move most, which is he happiest in, okay? That's really important because when you're in the arena actually working with your horse later, you would then be able to work in the gait that he actually enjoys most. And sometimes when things are getting a little bit difficult uh, or things might get a little bit sticky, and what I mean by sticky is that he's not moving forward anymore. He almost gets a little bit, there's too much happening. So he um, he gets a little bit confused and he, he becomes a little bit sticky through his paces. If you can go back to the gate that he's most comfortable in, you'll often find that you can then return to the initial work that you were trying and have far more success with it. So use the lunging to to see that and to try and assess which is, but also which side your horse is more comfortable on. So just like us, uh, horses generally have a side that they go better to um, and you know often people say oh it's the left because they assume it's the left but that's just like assuming all people are right-handed they're not there's lefties out there so same applies to your horse there's righties out there okay and um, so really important that you figure out which side he prefers which side is he more balanced and which side has he a better rhythm on and then when you're actually getting into the arena and you start riding him Start off first on a nice, long, loose rein that he can basically stretch down into. But not only that, he gets to actually stretch out his back. So I mentioned at the beginning that sometimes when horses are ridden, maybe maybe they're ridden too much or they're, they're overfaced with things. Or when they're um, ridden by a rider that's a little bit less than independent in the seat, they tend to become quite tense through their back. And it's not only their back, it affects everything. So I would start and then also kind of sprinkled throughout liberally and then also end your session in the saddle with the young horse in allowing him to stretch down into a nice long loose rein okay 
And even with your lunging, you can begin it that way and then later tip on your side reins if you want to. But um, it's important that he learns just to stretch and to use his whole body and not this short kind of contracted version of himself when he's being ridden. Very, very important. Okay. Now, when you're riding him in the arena, so we're, we're with our lunging and also with our riding. Um, and then I think it's important to keep this in mind, though, particularly with the riding. You want to, first of all, establish that he's moving forward, but that there is a rhythm and it's a balanced rhythm. Okay. So that one, two, one, two, or the one, two, three, four in the walk. Okay. You want that rhythm to remain constant and consistent all the way through the ride. And in doing so, you will then figure out how maybe if something is challenging him a little bit, generally one of the first things to go is the rhythm if they lose their balance. But not only that, once he has developed that rhythm, you can then begin to develop things further like contact and suppleness, things like that. But first and foremost is that lovely rhythm that you want to establish. And again, I mentioned that you can see from being in the lunge that maybe there's a gait he prefers more. A lot of horses go best in trot. So perhaps you can use the trot. And I want to also say that, you know, sometimes we hear, oh, you know, transitions are so great. You use transitions, trans transitions, transitions, transitions. And um, I find sometimes when working with young horses that a lot of transitions is not actually that great initially in their training. And the reason is they tend to get a little bit sticky and almost compacted. It's not so much compact. It's like contracted and short in their strides and in their movements. So I would actually suggest working on big, long, uh, kind of winding, sweeping loops, like circles, things like that, but trying to keep in one gait for maybe four, three, four minutes at a time, and then obviously transition in and out, but trying to work, allow him to try and establish that rhythm. And then as he becomes stronger and as he gets more and more developed, he'll be able to I suppose, establish the rhythm sooner each time. And not only that, you can then begin to, I suppose, polish things up a little bit. But I think that forwardness in the gate is first and foremost, that's what you need to work on rather than the transitions initially um, would be just that going the forward way. Now, the other thing you have to remember is that when you're riding a young horse, he's going to be naturally a little bit more downhill um, than a more experienced schoolmaster. And it's really important that you don't add to that, okay? So it takes time. It's going to take a lot of time for him to physically, his muscles and everything to develop, that he can begin almost transferring that weight more to his back end and lightening the front end. But while he is downhill like that, first of all, don't, a lot of people get very stressed about it and very, oh, you know, he's all down. Yes, he is because he does not have the physical strength to uh, lift that upper or to lift that body of his. But secondly, you don't want to keep leaning on it then or else allowing him to lean on you. It's really important that you are very mindful of this and that you're mindful of carrying yourself. And, um, you know, horses often invite us to ride badly. And I think that is the one thing that catches a lot of maybe more novice riders out is that when they're on a younger horse or if it's the first time they've ridden a younger horse, they tend to ride how the horse invites them to ride. And remember, the young horse doesn't know. He doesn't understand. You're supposed to be leading the way in the dance. OK, so it's important that you don't take him up on his invitation and the two of you just begin this horrible downward arrow into the sand in front of you. OK, try and keep your body up, try and sit up, be light, be lovely and like a feather up there in the saddle. Really important. So as I mentioned, allowing him to 
do these nice big circles, trying to establish that rhythm first and foremost, getting it going, and then being mindful that you want to correct him when he does something wrong, but you also don't want to be a constant kind of a crutch for him. He has to learn to balance himself. He has to learn to move himself and he has to learn to establish rhythm himself if he's going to then continue on in his training. It's really important. Now, lastly, what you can use is ground poles. And again, start off really slow. One one ground pole on the ground, allow him to walk over it. Be prepared. He might give a jump over it initially the first few times. Um, so be prepared for that. You don't want to punish him for going over it. So just be, be ready. Make sure that you're there, that you're ready to support the two of you as he goes over it. And then once he's happy walking over it from both directions, you can then begin adding some trotting. Now, the ground poles can be used to ride over and there's certain exercises you can use there as well. But you can also use the ground poles to ride around or to ride through. So maybe they can be, they can be used to help guide a little bit as well. So you don't just think of them as going over. And I think it's also important to keep in mind that regardless of what discipline you want your horse to go on and do, it's good. It makes good sense to almost add in a wide range of disciplines of what you would see as being a wide range of disciplines you know a lot of people if they're going for pure dressage they don't want to use ground poles but it's important to add a lot in so as he gets as much of a knowledge base initially when he's starting out or as as vast an amount of knowledge in that he can then draw on and you know i think it's just like with humans cross training is good eh for your horse as well Guys, I'm going to leave it at that for today. This week, we are going to be working through uh, the lessons um, for young horses. We're going to start tomorrow with lunging. And then we're going to be chatting about uh, the rhythm and balance on Wednesday and then poles on Thursday. Um, if you are interested in joining us, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash celebration because well, it is Christmas and New Year. We are running... Um, at Christmas and it's actually Christmas New Year and Strides is two years old and so we kind of chunked it all in together um, and had a little bit of a birthday celebration it's running on till this coming Saturday the 2nd of January and yeah there's something very special over there for you and a chummy a friend of your choice so if you want to pop over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash celebration have a really really good week and I'll see you tomorrow be good Bye.